Hi, and welcome to the Thriving Entrepreneur's 15-minute live broadcast on LinkedIn. She is Rochelle Learling, Entrepreneur Coach. He is David Foster, Founder Coach. So last week, we talked about why getting overwhelmed is bad for you. It's bad for your health. It's bad for your employees. It's bad for your mm -hmm. bottom line. Mm -hmm. This week, we're talking about how not to get overwhelmed. Okay, David and Rochelle, you told us that this wasn't a good thing, but how do I do this? And mm -hmm. we want to ask you, do you find yourself in this situation? Like Rochelle says, do you, do you accept this idea that being a founder and entrepreneur includes being overwhelmed? Do you shudder to think, justify or rationalize being overwhelmed? And do you often wonder, like, how do I get out of this? So all those questions Rochelle is going to answer in the next 30 seconds. <laughs> Thank Go you. Go ahead. Floor. Thank you for the pressure. Um, <laughs> no, I'm good. Um, yeah, I think, as you said, what I said last time, we're talking about normalizing overwhelm. It's just like stress, just like burnout. We all have mm -hmm. it. It's normal. It's part of the game. It's not. It shouldn't be. And I know there's entrepreneurs out there that don't feel this way. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I think we can start by saying that maybe feeling overwhelmed is a story that you tell yourself. Mm. Yeah, I think that's an, I think that's a good start. And, you know, about that story, mm -hmm. I think a really good question is to ask what you're assuming mm -hmm. in this situation, what mm -hmm. necessarily needs to be true for, for me to need to do this. <coughs> Mm -hmm. And asking that question reveals a lot of assumptions and maybe some of those assumptions aren't that true. Yeah. And I think that it's easy for us to get tangled up in our thoughts and processes mm -hmm. and whatever we set up or we didn't work on. And that is what might be causing the overwhelm in our heads, mm -hmm. let alone that maybe it's not even that bad in reality. Mm -hmm. um, but being tangled up in your head, um, is exactly where you have that daily damage that we talked about last week. Mm -hmm. um, and I think the only real answer to, to getting a step ahead of how do I get out of overwhelm and into control again is by doing something with it out of your head. So literally vocalizing it or putting it on paper, what that overwhelm really is. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's the, the uh, perception that we have of overwhelm that is constantly giving us stress. Because if we think about it, if I would tell myself all the time, like, I'm stressed, I'm stressed, I'm stressed, your body would take that over. Like, that's just yeah. part of how your body works. Um, but that's something that we can, again, avoid if we create this distance between our thoughts and our, our actions or our emotions. I think that is the gap we're talking about today. Yeah, being aware of that, I think, is really helpful. And it's not just your perceptions that are creating the stress, but I think it's other people's perceptions too. Mm -hmm. It's socially acceptable these days to say, oh, I'm just so busy. Right. Oh my God, I, I have so much to do. Yeah. I have thousands of emails. I haven't had a chance. I've just, I stayed up too late working on the thing. Mm -hmm. And that signal that we get from other people, if you're aware of it, mm -hmm. you can have a moment to say, well, is that really good? And I'm almost being rewarded for not taking care of myself. Right. 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 And that awareness allows you to make a choice. Yeah. And, you know, in some simple sense, being overwhelmed is solved by saying no. Just say yeah. no. Yeah. But there's a trick there. What are you saying no to? 
or what are you saying yes to? Mm-hmm. And since we're sort of close to the beginning of the year, I think people are still talking about New Year's resolutions. Mm-hmm. Maybe start one day saying no to everything. Mm-hmm. Just say no, take everything off your list and then only add those things to your list that you feel like are actually moving you forward. Right. Yeah. I feel the same way. It's by actually creating that clean slate and mm-hmm. clearing everything that was, we can start to create something new. And I do believe that, I think we said that last time as well, that there's external factors making us feel this way, but also that we say, yeah, but we have some dependencies here and there. So I cannot, you know, stop doing this or that. But I think if this is your business, which it probably is, then you should be in charge or at least should be able to feel in control of what's happening. So if you're not able to lead the business with that poise, with that calm, with that control, then it's probably coming from the fact that you don't feel in control, which is probably factually as we're speaking about it. Mm -hmm. But then we have to go back to that personal feeling of overwhelm and say, how can we lead ourselves better? Because something there is not working. And indeed, if you have that day where you just clean everything off your plate and just say, okay, hey, what is really important? Mm-hmm. Not only to me, but also to the business. You, you have to be very firm and decide that some things are just really not that important, but it's so easy to, to find a reason for it to be important. I think that is where most of us go wrong. Yeah. And the challenge is that negative emotions are more addictive than positive ones. Yeah. So when they did a brain experiment and they were able to induce negative emotions and positive emotions in people in scanners, when the people got to choose which one the experimenters would give them, they all chose like anger and overwhelm and distress Mm -hmm. because in a weird way, it was more powerful and more addictive than the positive ones. Yeah. And so when you think about, well, I just need to do this or I feel this pressure to do this. There's an addiction to that. There's an identity to that. And going back and asking yourself, well, what is necessarily true in order for me to actually have that need? Mm -hmm. That's a really good way to look at things and say, well, boy, that puts me in a bad position. Mm -hmm. Maybe I don't need to do it. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to priorities, Figuring out what are the things that you're going to do and what are the things that you're not going to do, well, isn't that the trick to life, right? Is deciding what to care about. Yeah. And so it's very difficult to say no to things because you're afraid you're going to miss. Well, what if I didn't do the thing that makes the difference? Yeah. That's a chance for it to happen. But if you overwork yourself, If you're so tired that you crash into somebody, forget your kid's birthday, get disconnected from your family or spouse, Mm -hmm. you're going to crash upon the rocks of despair no matter what. Yep. So it's almost like a, you know, one of those difficult decisions, like pick what's hard for you. Yep. And I think what you're basically saying here is that we have to decide. And that's something that we cannot do easily. We have to decide for ourselves, what is in our favor, what is in our business's favor. Mm-hmm. And that is something that most of us are really hard at or really not good at because 
we want to avoid to say yes to something and then say no to the other. We want to keep pleasing people and people mm-hmm. around us and things around us because that's how we did things. That's what we promised we would do. Mm-hmm. But I think making decisions gives you so much power. It feels so right. Mm-hmm. And you'll see once you start making decisions and I guess you can just build up to the bigger decisions, you'll feel like, wow, like things are changing. People are changing around me, in my team, in my leadership team. Because I am being decisive and I'm, you know, being me and taking me um, for like as a first, as a priority. And Mm -hmm. um, I think that is inspiring. I honestly think that's inspiring beyond the usual of inspiring. Right. And if you're leading a business, you have to remember that your example is influencing others for good or bad. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have control of what you decide to do and not to do. If you can't figure that out and you're just so busy all the time, people will naturally imitate that because that's the culture of the place that you're building. But if you do the opposite and help yourself and help others figure out what's important and you're going to be wrong sometimes, Mm -hmm. but you can change it. But if you figure out what's important and you have some boundaries that's going to make a huge difference. And so Rochelle, what would you say to, I won't say founder because I know you're an entrepreneur coach, but what would you say to an entrepreneur who is trying to figure out what is important? Hmm. I honestly think that what the, what the common entrepreneur does on the day to day 80% of it is really not that important. Mm -hmm. I think that we plan our days with meetings that should not even be on our plate. We have to do's that are not that important for this day or this week. Um, I think we make ourselves feel important and feel busy in order Mm. to stay relevant. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think I would start by looking into the schedule of the week and just saying like, what am I spending my effort on? And is this, is this relevant or not? Like, is this useful for the business or not? And then you would just cross off some things already. And then is this beneficial for me to be doing? And then you would also cross some things and you'd find out that where you are best is where you add the most value in, in certain conversations or certain actions because mm-hmm. you are, you know, that expert. But I feel that if we start to cross out things, the second most important and hardest step, I guess, is going to those other people and saying why you're not going to do that anymore. And I think that is the worst part for all of us to say, I'm sorry, but I don't want to take on this responsibility anymore. And that is where you get some friction. Yeah. And I want to judo that last part into something mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to apologize for. Yeah. True. Because in some ways you're going in there to say, I'm sorry, I'm doing something better. Yep. Right. I'm yep. doing something that works better. And so if you, if you start to cancel some meetings, if you start to enforce some boundaries, mm-hmm. it can be a very simple explanation of why this works, why it's better, why it's better for everybody. And what mm-hmm. is better for everybody affects that individual. Right. And I think my question is very similar to yours. It's a little bit more general and look at what you're doing, whether it's meetings or the incessant emails, Mm. what do you get out of it? Yeah. What, what do I get out of this? And, you know, as Jack Black says, sub question, 
what does the business get out of it? Yep. Right. Yeah. And look in, you know, in the last few minutes here, we can say like, you know, overwhelm can be helped by, you know, mindful activities. Mm -hmm. It can be helped by shutting your alerts off. I mm -hmm. personally can't understand how anyone can get anything done when the alerts are going off mm -hmm. and, you know, uh, secret tip, you're not ignoring it. It is affecting the way you think. Yeah. But that being said, you can't, you know, meditate or yoga size your way into a better place if the load is just too high. Mm -hmm. Figure out what the right load is and do a good job at it. Yeah. 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 And be, be brave enough to not only mm. say yes, but to have that feeling of emptiness. Like there's an empty space in my calendar. I'm not being useful here. What will my team think? Me not working harder than they are? Feel that uncomfortable feeling. And then from there, start building something more important in those hours and days. Because I feel that so many of us are, you know, we're just getting through everything because it's mm -hmm. part of what we do. If we mm -hmm. talk about operating our business, that's what we just do to be busy and get things going. But does this really lead to something or are we just like spinning our wheels? Are we bringing the business forward? And if we are bringing the business forward, then our role changes with that. If our business improves, then so should we improve our roles. So I think this is just part of the natural process of growing a business. And we should just admit to that, acknowledge that, and, and go with it. And move on. Yeah. yeah. And, and is that really true that I'm not working as hard as my team is? Right? No. Like if somebody goes to the office early and stays late and answers the email late at night, like... How, how is, how is that better mm -hmm. than picking a few effective things and doing a really good job at them? Right. Right. And that yeah. goes back to that question. Like, what, are, what do you get out of this? Yeah. What do you get out of doing things this way? Yeah. The reality is that there's an answer to that for a lot of us. And that mm -hmm. answer is I get to feel sort of like self valuable. Yeah. At least I, didn't leave the office before she did. At least I didn't do this. Mm -hmm. And there's that addictive property of these yeah. negative emotions. Like, oh, I've got so much to do. I've got so much to do, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Question it. Ask a lot of good questions. Yeah. Isn't you got 15 seconds. I didn't see any of these comments. Thanks, for, uh, Adriana. Thank I've you only seen one. Yeah. Important. Is it good for me, the business? Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I would say the even doesn't really matter what your size of business really is. It's just important that it serves you and it serves the business because otherwise, what are you working on? What are you busy with? Yes. And um, I would, yeah, I would highlight again, like get into the uncomfortable of slicing things, saying no to things, and then having some free space and then doing something useful with that. I mean, easy peasy. I know it's not easy to do. You go up to people and say, you know, it's listen, <laughs> yes. I'm changing my responsibilities, but this will give you so much power, so much personal power and so much feeling of, I got this. I'm back in control. It will be addictive if we're talking about addictions here. Right? That will be addictive. Yeah. yeah. And my last piece is to question the assumptions. What needs to be true in yeah. order for me to have this logic stand up? Asking that question, whether it's about overwhelm or anything else, I think is really important. Um, last piece of housekeeping. Mm -hmm. uh, our 15 minutes is turned into a thriving entrepreneur podcast, which you can find on Apple, Spotify, Google, 
pretty much any place that you find one. And breaking we are news. still taking topics. Sorry? I said breaking news. Breaking news. And we're doing a monthly longer than 15 minutes, if you can stand to listen to us mm -hmm. for longer than we're on here. If you're one of those brave ones, huh? Yes. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for the questions. And we will see you next week. See you next week.